pulpit every time, every time I, I get the opportunity at the pulpit, I, I say it because it really, it really is. It's such a good thing to be in the house of God. I love it. I look forward. I look forward to Sundays. And this Sunday in particular, on the way over here, I was praying and my prayer was, was exactly what we were singing before the offertory song. And it was, God, I want more of you. I, I need more of you. I'm at a place in my life where I need more of God. I, I need more of God. I need that fire that he's put in me. I need it to just grow. I'm, 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 I don't want to stay the same anymore. I don't want to be where I've been. I want to grow in Jesus. I need more of God. The old has passed. Behold, all things have become new. I need more of God. And let me tell you, the Lord was ministering to me this morning. My goodness, the Holy Spirit was moving, and I pray you were able to get into it. Um, because God is in this place. He was moving in such a mighty way, and He will continue. He will continue to do so. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. All right. Let's go straight to the word. Um, let's go to Ecclesiastics 3. 1 through 8. Ecclesiastics 3, 1 through 8. It's going to be on the board. If you brought a Bible, which I hope you did, you can go to it as well. Um, and we're going to read from God's word this morning. It says like this, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says, for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to tear down, and a time to build up, a time to cry, and a time to laugh, a time to grieve, and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to turn away, a time to search, and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your word. My God, we love your word. We know that your word is true. We know, my God, that it never returns void, but it always, it always fulfills the purpose for which it was sent. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit move today. I pray, Lord, that you touch the hearts of man in this place. I pray, Lord, that you bring forth healing in this place today. I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit move in just such a mighty way that it be almost even tangible, if you will. God, touch your people in this place today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You know, growing up, I, I, I liked a little bit of WWF wrestling. Um, I, I did, I did. Um, and one of my favorite people growing up was The Rock, right? The self-proclaimed people's champion. Um, he was quite a character, quite a character indeed. And, and he kind of reminded me of my dad in many, in many ways. Um, my dad's an awesome man. I, I love my dad. He's, he's somebody that I've looked up to my whole life and that I wanted to be half the man that he was as I was growing up. And, and he had this thing. He was the self-proclaimed king of sayings 
If you know my dad, my dad's got a saying for absolutely everything. He's got a, a proverb for all sorts of things. He's got a ton, a ton of sayings. And growing up, I, I've noticed <laughs> that I've started to implement a lot of those sayings in my life. I really have. I've, I've started to use a lot of those things in my life because they ring true. Growing up, I, I didn't see that. I didn't see how true a lot of the things that he was saying, those cliches, those sayings were. But now in, in my older years, in my older years, I, I've noticed that there's a lot of truth to them. And one in particular that, that he would say, and, and, and I've been thinking on it and, and praying on it a lot lately, is that there's only one constant in life. And that constant is change. The only constant that we have in life is change. Life is full of change. Life is full of seasons. I don't know about you guys, but I am ready. I'm ready for spring. I really am. Amen to that, right? I'm ready for it. I'm done with the snow. I'm done with the cold. I want spring to come. I, I want it. I want it. And you know, that's true in the spiritual as well. There's seasons like winter in the spiritual, maybe cold, gloomy, dark. Seasons that, that we want to be done with. Seasons that if it were up to us, we wouldn't necessarily go through it. Seasons that we want to put behind us. And there's other seasons like spring, new beginnings, the blossoming of the flowers, you know, a beautiful time. One of my favorite seasons, you know, except for the allergy part. But I love, I love spring. It's a beautiful, beautiful time of year. And that's the way it is in life. You know, I, I, I like to call it a roller coaster ride. There's ups, but there's downs. There's ups and there's downs. Change and seasons is something that that's, it's just part of the human experience. It's, it's part of, of what the way life is. Life is full of seasons in the spiritual and in the physical. I like to think, I really do, that I'm an adaptable person. I like to think I'm an adaptable person. And I mean, I've seen it along my life. I've, I've moved many different places. I've lived several places within the country. I've lived for extended periods of time overseas. I've blended in different cultures. I like to think I'm an adaptable person, but I don't like change. I, I don't. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like change. You know, and, and I think it's a, let's call it a weakness of mine to the point that even when I go to like to HR interviews, any of you that are in HR know that one of the, the quintessential questions is, what are your weaknesses? Right? And then you have the people that, oh, I'm a workaholic. You know, they give those corny, uh, uh, attributes as a weakness. Come on, we've all done it. But the reality is when I start to think about it, one of my, one of my weaknesses is I don't, I, I don't like change and I know I'm not alone I know I'm not alone I know that I'm not the only one you know that does not like change but like I mentioned it is part of the human experience it's part of life you can't go through life without change change can be a powerful thing my friends change can be something extremely powerful it teaches us we learn from change we learn from those obstacles, those hurdles that we have to overcome. We learn from those past experiences. You know, as the old saying goes, again, thinking of my dad, what doesn't kill us will make us stronger. You know, it's, that's one of his sayings. It, it, change really can help us grow. It teaches us. It teaches us maybe not how to do things. It teaches us how not to do things. Change is something that in life will teach us. 
if we allow it to. But on the same hand, it can make us feel powerless. Change is one of those things that can make us feel like we're not in control. It can make us feel like, man, what's going on? I know 2017 was a hard year for a lot of people. It was a hard year. There was a lot of, a lot of death. There was a lot of, a lot of just things that came up, things that, that are hard for us as humans. We feel like we don't have control. We feel like, like we can't handle this on our own. We feel like, man, the world is turning upside down. We feel like what is going on? Anxiety arises. We start feeling all these mixed emotions, things that we don't like within ourselves. But you know what, my friends? God is in control. God, in the midst of change, is in control. And that's basically my message today. Summed up in that line, God is in control. In the midst of our ups, in the midst of our downs, when we're on that roller coaster, when we're on the mountaintop, but we're in the valley, God is in control. God has you. You're like the, the in Spanish it says, la niña de sus ojos. You're like the iris of his eyes. He is in control. God loves you so much. And he is in control of your life. He is walking through you in the midst of whatever season, in the midst of whatever change, in the midst of whatever's going on. God is with you. He loves you so much. He promised to never leave you, to never abandon you, to never forsake you. Your God, my God, is with us. You know, as of late, we've been reading the book of Joshua. Powerful, powerful, powerful book. And when I was reading just the first chapter, what pastor's been speaking on the past couple of weeks, I see so much change, so many seasons in that book. You know, we had the season of Moses. Tremendous season, powerful, powerful man of God. But Moses passed. Moses passed. Human experience, right? You die. And then came Joshua. And Joshua was just going through so many changes. You know, he was put in charge of these people. (laughs) Many would say a rebellious people. He was put in charge. And then he had to take them from wandering the desert for 40 years and transition into the land that flows with milk and honey. He had to go from the desert to the land that flows with milk and honey, the promised land. But you know what? That required change. That required a transition. It was a new season. And from what I've read, it seems like the people of Israel were comfortable in the desert. They were comfortable. And to a certain extent, I don't blame them. God providing for you manna. God providing for you that perfect sustenance. God providing for you meat. Didn't have to worry about necessarily anything. They were all provided for. It says that their clothes didn't even wear in those 40 years that they were in the desert. They had gotten comfortable. I get it. But you know what? Their destiny was much greater than the desert. Their destiny was a promised land. Their destiny was the land that flowed with milk and honey, that was their destiny. And let me tell you, my friend, whatever it is that you've gone through, whatever desert you've passed through, your destiny is greater than your desert. Your destiny is greater than those challenges you've had in the past. Your destiny is greater than maybe what somebody said about you when you were young. Your destiny is greater than all of that that's behind you. Your destiny is the promised land. Your destiny is a land that flows with milk and honey. You are greater than your destiny. You are greater than your destiny than your desert sorry and your destiny is greater than that my friends 
God has great plans for us. And the plans for God are not to wander around and to be lost in our past. God's plans for us is to move forward, to go into the future hand in hand with Jesus. Because his plans for us are amazing. His plans for us are good plans, the Bible says. Not plans to harm us, but plans to prosper us. Those are God's plans for us. You and I were greater than our desert experience. You know, and as as we're walking through it, and what I see in this scripture as we're reading the book of Joshua, because many times it's happened to me, and I'm guilty of this, like I think my leaders, and I, I think like my parents, and people that are maybe more experienced than I, I think sometimes that they're they're above this. I think that sometimes they're above discouragement, you know, and, and when I read this, when I read Joshua, I see that Joshua was a man who he went through hard times. He went through discouragement to such a point that God himself had to motivate him. God himself had to encourage him. And we've been focusing on Joshua 1.9 for some time. What's it say? Do you guys have it? Let's go to the Bible. Let's read it. It says, have I not commanded you? tells him this three times in that portion. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For who? The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Wow. That is powerful, my friends. God himself is encouraging Joshua and saying, Joshua... You were walking hand in hand with the man of God. The man who split the Red Sea, right? You were walking hand in hand with Moses. This is pretty intense. But Moses is gone now. And I'm sure you're having all of these emotions, Joshua. You're thinking, how can I ever live up to that expectation? How can I fill those shoes? How can I be half the man that Moses was? But what is God telling him? God himself tells him, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. But why? Because the Lord your God is with you. The Lord your God is with you. And my friends, that rings true for us today. You know, life transitions. Life changes. We go through hard moments. We do. We go through great moments as well. But in the midst of it, hand in hand with God, God has promised to be with us. Wherever we go, wherever we go, whatever we face, God has promised to be with us, to never leave us and to never forsake us. You know, if Joshua, this guy who saw God's hand at work, again, he was in the desert those 40 years. He was Fed by God. That's intense, people. He was fed by God. He questioned maybe his calling. He questioned that change. He questioned the transition. It seems to me here that he wasn't really sure what needed to be done because God spoke to him three times. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go forward. Keep going because your Lord God is with you. You know what? I kind of see that as God saying, yes, you've had some issues. You were wandering through the desert for 40 years. Desert, like we've already discussed, is behind you. The promised land is before you. There are better things to come. There are better things to come. There are better things ahead of us. You know, and I think right now God is telling us to let go of those things that are in the past. 
Let go of those past obstacles and let's have our sights placed on the future. Let's look up to God, the author and the finisher of our faith, and let's continue going. Let's keep marching forward to the prize. Let's go forward because what God has for us is greater than anything that we've past in the past you know god's plans for us are good like we've discussed and i'm believing that the latter half will be better than the former you know when we look at the book of job we look at a guy who suffered a lot this is a guy who was an upright man the bible says he was a righteous man the bible says but he's a man who went through some stuff have you guys read the book he read he went through some stuff Stuff that I hope I never have to go through. I mean, he lost everything, everything. Financial wealth, health, family. I mean, he lost it all. Welts on his body. This is a dude who went through some stuff. But, but he stayed faithful. He stayed faithful. He was a guy that his friends were ragging on him saying, oh man, what have you done that God is doing this to you? And in the midst of it, he was like, you know what God gives? And God takes away. He's my God and I will stay faithful. That to me is impressive. It's so impressive that in his mountaintops, he was faithful to God. Because how many know that many times when we go through our mountaintops, we start thinking, wait a second. I got this. I can handle it. I can do this. I got it. Then when things start to happen, the common response is, Lord, help me, which is okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fine. But this is a guy that on his mountaintop and in his valley, he was seeking God. He wanted to draw closer to God to the point where in Job 42.10, it tells us that he prayed for his friends and his latter years were better than his former. God prospered him. God, God blessed him for his faithfulness. He knew that his God was for him and he's like you know what come what may my God is good and I'm gonna walk with him my friends I say today let's continue walking hand in hand with God let's continue going forward because his plans for us are awesome you know I'm not saying that bad stuff won't happen because we all know it will life is life and there's challenges that come in life but all these challenges they're easier to face and easier to deal with hand in hand with Jesus. Let's continue to go forth seeking God. Let's continue to go forth knowing who our God is. You know, again, and, and I started this saying, I look forward to coming to church on Sunday. And I really, I, I really do. Meeting with all of you people, for me, it's amazing. Many times after service, it gets to the point where my wife is like, Chris, let's go. You know, the baby's hungry. He needs to take a nap. And I'm just kind of walking around, talking with everybody, gumming it up. Because I love, I love this. I love fellowship. I love to be able to talk with God's people. I, I, it's, it's something that I thrive on. I really, I really enjoy coming together with God's people as something that, that encourages me it builds me up and i love it i really do i love it (laughs) you know when we look at the bible we see so many stories we see so many individuals that faced impossible odds i'll give you a second as i'm drinking some water to think think of some people that you've read in the bible who have gone and faced impossible odds there's so many People that, that face situations that, man, seriously, like, I, I don't, I don't want to go through it. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to face those things that they faced. You know, and, and the first person that comes to mind when I start thinking about that is King David. 
this is, that's what you guys are thinking about too? Yeah, it's, King David is a guy that from his youth, he faced some obstacles, my friends. He faced situations like, first of all, being rejected by dad, right? And dad not even calling him when the prophet uh, was coming to anoint the new king. Then he ended up having to face the giant Goliath. We've all heard that story since we were little kids in Sunday school. Impossible situations. Faced him with just a sling and five stones. Man, that's that's intense. Then the same guy had to flee from Saul. The guy who he helped save is now in turn trying to kill him. And he flees for so many years, ends up living in a cave. I mean, tremendous situation. And then, in my opinion, the hardest deal that he faced is fleeing from his son Absalom. That is hard. I can't, I can't fathom. If you don't know the story, I, I can't fathom that. That his own son, because of decisions that he made, is now going after his father, trying to kill him and trying to steal the kingdom from him. And, and David doesn't even, he, he, he takes the posture like he did with Saul. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight. I'll let God fight my battles for me. And he doesn't go after Absalom. He doesn't try to kill him. He just lets things play out. I can't imagine what David went through, I mean, we look at his life and we see a king, we see a victorious man, we see a man that the Bible says was a strapping young man, he was strong, he was a warrior, he was a man that, well, uh, Saul killed his thousands, David killed his ten thousands, he was a man that, that had a testimony, he was well known, people knew not to mess with this dude, this guy had, he, he was a strong man, but he was a tender soul as well. He was a man who loved God. He was a man who would sing to Jesus or to, he would sing to God and on some occasions even running around naked. You know, like really, the, the Bible says that his wife thought things of him because of that. You know, this, when I start to read the story of David, I'm like, wow, David faced some obstacles. Faced, David faced some situations. But you know what? He was confident in who his God was. What gave him that strength, I believe, was his relationship with his God, his relationship with his father. He knew who he served. He knew that life, yes, it's got obstacles. It really does. But with God. Absolutely. Absolutely. With God, all things are possible. You know, and as Pastor was reading that psalm this morning, I was like, oh my, it just, it started burning up within me, you know? And, and I want to read a psalm, and I want to read a psalm of David this morning, but I'd like to read it all together, if you guys would do. Can you please put it on the boards? We're going to read Psalm 34. Remember who it is that's saying this. Remember who it is that wrote this. This is the man that has been through some stuff, chased after by his own son, trying to kill him. Saul trying to destroy him, being rejected by his father at a young age. He had some issues. But read what this says. Let's read this, and let's read it together. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from my fields. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him 
and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The long lion lacks and suffers hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know about you, but when I read that, it just mm, it gets that fire going within me. Man, it gets that going within me because this is a guy who suffered some stuff, but he had no question, no doubt about who his God was. And he knew that in the midst of suffering, I could cry out, bless the Lord at all times. Praise shall continually be coming in my mouth because I know who my God is. My God is a God that loves me. My God is a God that has good plans for me. And I shall continually boast in the Lord. I shall continually magnify the Lord because taste and see, taste and see, my friends, the Lord is good. That just, it, it really just encourages me and it gets me going. It, it, it really does. That's our, that's got to be our praise. That's got to be our song. It doesn't matter what we've gone through. It really doesn't. You may have had a hard hand in life. Your situation might be Worse than maybe even what David went through. Your situation might be right there with what Job went through. And I'm sorry, my brother. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I really do. I'm sorry you had to go through that situation. But in the midst of it, praise the Lord. We need to praise the Lord in all things. We need to bless the Lord at all times. Praise needs to be continually in our mouth because God is with us. And believe you me, going through those things with God is a lot better than going through them without Him. You know, hand in hand with Lord. Well, all these situations that have been arising in 2017 with so many people passing, the conversation had come up so many times. And I've had this talk with a lot of people. It's like, I, I, I can't, I can't even imagine what people who don't have God in their lives, how they deal with these situations, how they deal with these losses. I can't fathom because my instinct is to fall on my knees and just pray to God, turn it over to Him. You know, even if sometimes we have it out, God always ends up just taking me like the chicken, right? With, with her little, with her little chicklings and just kind of just embraces me and God holds me. And I know that He's my strong tower. I know that He's my refuge. I know that He's my ever present help in time of need. I know that when I need to bask under Him, I can because it doesn't matter if I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil because my God, my God is with me. He is with me in the midst of all of those trials. He is with me in the midst of all of those situations. And my friend, the same way he's with me, he is with you. We just need to seek him. It doesn't matter what we're going through. We can hide under the shadow of the Almighty because he has promised never to leave us. He has promised never to forsake us. David knew his God. David knew who he served. And he knew that life, I've said this a bunch of times, it ain't easy. Life is hard. Life is hard. It really is. But God. But God. And that is what really just motivates me and encourages me that yes, life is hard. But man, I'd rather go, I'd rather go through it with God. And it's like David says, better, better is one day 
in his courts than a thousand elsewhere. Better is one day in his courts than a thousand elsewhere. You know change, my friends, change is a scary part of life. Change is a scary part of life, but it's part of life. Seasons many times are uncomfortable. I'm getting ready for baby number two. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And there's some serious nesting that's going on in my house. Getting things ready and uh, organizing and changing things. It's, it's, it's scary. It's scary to think that another little person is going to rely on me. It's scary, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Change can many times be scary but it can many times be beautiful as well, especially hand in hand with Jesus. Let me just motivate you and encourage you before I, before I finish. And the musicians can come up or whatever. Yeah. Um, change doesn't need to be scary. Change doesn't need to be scary. If we take the same mentality, if we take the same spirit, that David had the spirit of I know who's with me and no matter what I go through I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall be continually in my mouth a habit that I've gotten myself into is in those moments when I feel discouraged in those moments when I feel down and out in those moments when I feel like, man, I don't even want to raise my hands. I'm going through it. I'm, I'm having a hard time. I, I'm intentional about in those moments, <laughs> lifting my hands even that much higher and being like, come on, Lord, let's do this. Come on, Jesus. You're awesome. You're a wonderful God. You are my savior. You are the alpha, you are the omega, you are the beginning, you are the end, and you have made me the head and not the tail. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because you are for me, you are not against me. Hallelujah. Jesus, I worship you today. I exalt your name. Lift yourself high in this place. We magnify you today. Come on. Come on. It's in those moments when I just start crying out to heaven and I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel. Take the wheel, Jesus, because I can't do this. I don't feel like it, but it's not about feeling. It's not about what I'm feeling. It's about faith. Knowing that God is in control, that he's got this taken care of, and that with Jesus by my, head, by my side, nothing is impossible for me. Come on, let's give Jesus a round of applause this morning.